Hello? Hola. Oh, and I watched Transplant this week. Which one? First one. Yeah. I had to, to familiarise myself, re-familiarise myself. Because that was your homework this week. Did you watch it? No, my... Can we get on fucking pod? There's no chance you fucking watch anything. We're, we're having to watch. Can you just intro me? Oh, oh, you got something special lined up. Yeah, I know you're. I know you're recording here. You just go and you're just waiting for me to say something stupid. And I don't. I got, I got a bit of it. Welcome to this, the newest episode of the Ian Prendcast. I've forgotten what number we're up to. One hundred eighty. <laughs> One hundred eighty. Forty-two. Uh, I'm Sean Peterbudge. I'm joined as always by Fabian Guadagnolo. Hello, Fabian. Buonasera, ragazzi. Or baby. As they call you at the Gloria Jeans and the Fish and Chip Shop, and uh, no, I got called Baby at uh, Grilled at um, Grilled who would, QV. Who, who would give their own name as Baby? I don't know, but when I heard um, when they delivered the food to the table and said uh, order for Baby, I just I shook my head because I knew it was me. I'm thinking I've get I've gotten Sabian, <laughs> and I've gotten I get Sabian a lot. So who the fuck thinks their name Sabian? I got a letter once. Uh, when I worked at Carlton, and I said I, someone someone needed to send something back, and I said just attention it to me, and I got it back, and it said Sheem. <laughs> I thought, who the fuck thought that someone's named Sheem? <laughs> uh, I'm going to call you Sheem. And uh, of course, Sheem. and of course, Tim Davis is with us as well. Tim, hello, Sean. How are you, mate? Or Sheem? Sheem. <laughs> I'm all right. I'm prefer all right. to go by. I do. Uh, look, I'm I'm going okay. Going all right. Fabian said he had something good for us to lead off with, so here we are just waiting for that to happen. He was really keen to give us the wriggle on in the pre, pre-show. pre Wanted to make sure we were In the production meeting. Because he, he's got something on. big to lead with, apparently. What, what was it going to lead I with? fucking don't know. <laughs> don't know. He said start, my homework? He said start recording. Nah, because you, you guys were drilling us on, on my supposed homework. but No, we weren't. No, Tim was saying... Have you had a minor stroke? This was about 35 <laughs> seconds ago. Tim was talking. Tim watched Train Spotting uh-huh. and said that was my homework. Did I watch it? And you said, "I don't. I won't quote what you said because there's a lot of profanity." It was on the record. I think. I think we recorded. You said, that "You know, day. I wouldn't have. You know, it's a good movie. You wouldn't have seen it. You wouldn't." My have homework it. was to watch John Wick, not to watch Train Spotting. I think we mentioned Train Spotting enough for you to get the hint to watch it. No, oh, I didn't know. <laughs> so subliminally, I should have. Did well, you watch John Wick then? No, I couldn't find John oh. Wick Two is available on both Netflix and Foxtel, but no. No John Wick 1 available. so It's just called John Wick. We'll call it John Wick 1. No, it's called John Wick. JW1. It's like Batman when people say... Batman know, 1. The first one. Batman Begins. Batman, yeah, you're like, what? Batman 1989. Batman. I'm just doing it to shit you off. No, no, Batman 89 is the correct don- denomination. Last time we were on Podshawn, you said you had about five Funko Pops. What are you up to now? <laughs> Seamless, Fabian. I've got a 22. Wow. That's like a three hundred and fifty percent increase. It's been a big, big week. Yeah, we're ticking them off. So you bought half a shopping cart. Do you buy them in person or you online? No, you got to get most of them online now. Because you go into the shop, you don't know what you're going to get. So you got Jeff Lynn. Yep. From uh, ELO. Yep. No, I didn't. Got uh, more cowbell. There's too many to go. I got Wayne and Garth from Wayne's World. That's right. If we probe you enough, you'll 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 list them all. I've got uh, no. I don't know if I'd be able to remember. I've got uh, a couple from Futurama. Uh, hmm. I didn't get either of the Blink-182 boys because just out of protest. <laughs> We're not going to go through this again. No. How the fuck can you have two of them and not even the guy that replaced Tom? You don't even have Matt Skiba. You don't even have the fucking third member of either version of the band. You've got to let it go. Okay. Honestly, honestly, you've got to let this it's go. It's just fucking stupid. You, you're losing sleep at night. So 
But I did watch a movie. Oh, yeah, well, Sorry, I slept. What did you watch? I slept through most when of it. When you decided to do goes to sleep. a different homework yeah. than what you were it supposed was, to do. I'm going to rate this. And I, mind you, I you saw, I saw half it. an hour of the two hours. Are you going to say it's the worst movie you've ever seen? I've ever seen. And I Googled. No, no, because I will see your movie and I will raise you one. Downsizing. Yeah, terrible. Fucking woeful movie. Tim, it's the worst movie. I've seen shit movies. I reckon I'd give that two behinds. Well, it, I've given it. If, if he's taken five shots, he's out of bounds. You no, know, it's in the not fourth. about having five shots. It's about like he could have no shot. He could give it no score. He can also have also known as five out of yeah. Out of bounds. He's got he's got an out of bounds it's, in the fall. I don't, think, I don't think Fabian gets the scoring. <laughs> Just we need to back over this a bit. So it's out of thirty points. Thirty points. Fabian understands the scoring. So it's not about fine. having five shots. <laughs> Third person. And it's three two or four one or five straight. But why am I if I'm kicking five goals straight? You know, why am I getting less opportunity? You don't need it because it's just on the mark. Bang, 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 bang. It's on of, the mark. That's it's five goals straight. Out of bounds on the full downsizing. Have you ever watched a movie with Tom Hanks in it by the name of Joe versus the Volcano? Yeah, Joe, uh, yeah, it's not great. It's not great. It would be. It's really bad. I've not seen it. It's got to be better than downsizing. It was one of his. It was mid eighties. It was one of his like you know because he's a bit of a funny it was man. Just bad. He was a bit of a funny man back then. It's just a bad movie. Yeah, it's terrible. I. I challenge I anybody I to sit through downsizing without wanting to just. It's just sleep it is no, no no no. I was going to that. I'm saying like, it, it was. It's just left wing propaganda. Yeah. The whole movie. Oh, we, Kelly wakes up the next morning because Kelly, <laughs> Kelly fell asleep, and she wakes up. She goes, "Oh, how did it end?" And I was like. I'm not even explaining it. I said, and she goes, oh, I'll watch it. There was something the about end. a little mine, didn't they go down a little mine? And then and he, he comes just, back he out. Too. And oh, then they the, he blew the door shut and it was like a little firecracker. It was just like lots of little... Uh, by about it the was fifth, horrific. By about the fifth sight gag, you're like, yeah, we get it, they're small. <laughs> Wait, is it like... It's not like Honey, I Shrunk the Kid. That's exactly what I was going to say. That no, was a good... Is that what they're channeling? Because that was an 80s great. It's like a, it's like a serious... What's, like Rick Marxist, Marxist look at... Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I think it was a very young Laura Dern in it, too. Honey, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. That was good. Laura Dern was the young girl. No, I think she was the oldest yeah, she would, of the girls. With I'm them. saying, but she, was a, she wasn't like the mum or something. She was oh, one no, of the no, daughters. She was, one of the, she was a teenager. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, you think about in 93, she was Ali Sattler in... Yep. Uh, was that 93, was it? Jurassic Park, yeah. Mm. A lot we're of, a, we're in a very big Jurassic World... Um, Phase with our family at the moment. My my youngest son turned five yesterday. Happy mm-hmm. birthday, out, Patrick! Patrick. Um, has he not seen the first one? Yeah, he has. But they're just I don't know. They they they've watched it. They recognise it. Like my eight year old uh, Christian is more into it, more, more into all of his uh, dinosaurs. But he's. Yeah, he's he's just Jurassic World. He's he's the current the two movies that are, are, have been out recently. That's all really over all it. he's interested in. We'll revisit that in fifteen years' time, and he'll be like, "Yeah, the first one is the best. It's the, best the original movie. first one, the first one, yeah, Jurassic yeah, Park, yeah. Jurassic Park one, because it was a great idea. Yeah, you could sell it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> like what you did. See, there. look, look, I, I love it. He's, he legitimately gets angry. No, I don't get angry. I just spent too many years working at a video shop when fuck knuckles would come in and. Say where's back to back I'm, to the future one, please. I want uh, Batman Returns, and you go. No, you want Batman Begins. No, I want Batman Returns. You, go, you, speak you about the wouldn't wrong have fucking sold movie, Batman man. Begins when you worked at the video store. Uh, yeah, came out in two thousand and five. How young are you? What do you mean? 
You're working at a video store in 2005. Me and Tim had legitimate jobs, proper jobs. Well, probably yeah. working together. We were working together. 2005, we would have been there. Bringing us one infrastructure project after another. <laughs> <laughs> Haphazardly, clumsily. Um, you know how you get excited when Star Wars, like a Star Wars trailer or teaser comes out? I do. And you, uh, you cream yourself. I do. Yesterday, the Toy Story 4 trailer came out. Fucking the biggest non-event. Teaser trailers need to be better than that. I understand that, but just to see... I don't give a shit. I saw it and I was just like, fucking whatever. It's, to me, it was an announcement. It's, it's happening. June. But we knew it was happening. 2019. Love it. You know how long it takes to make one of those fucking movies? Do people seriously think they started making it six months ago? No. It's about five years. To it takes forever. Movies. Like, yeah. I, I saw it and I was just like, anyone who wants to know that this movie's coming out knows it's coming out. You've been talking about it for a long enough period of time. All I'm saying is we're getting excited, mate. It's just a dog shit trailer. It was fucking terrible. See, it's funny. A friend of mine... The trailer for Aladdin was shocking as well. I thought he was angry when he was a postie. Now that he's got a real job. Look how angry he is now that he's got a real job. Just real demand. You could cut a better You could cut a better teaser trailer than that for a Toy Story. It's just an initial that. teaser. That's all it was. You could cut a better trailer. They're all just holding hands, effectively. Yeah, it was shithouse. You know what Joni Mitchell's song was playing? It was fucking terrible. Um, no, I was just going to say, a friend of mine, when she saw it, um, she's got kids as well, but her kids are like ten years older than mine. So when they would have done Toy Story originally, it was it would have been at the movies when it came out. Came out in ninety five. Ninety five. Loves it. Good year. Anyway, uh, she um, she said afterwards. She said, "Oh, um, no way they can do another one." And I'm like, "Oh, okay. I, w- I wonder how they've ended it." They shouldn't do. And they well, to be honest with you, they shouldn't have done another one. Because but, Toy Story but, but Three was the, the next perfect. one's not Andy. That's that, that's yeah, that's the, the only. No, yeah, it goes to the, the little, yeah, they go to the little girl's house. Well, as soon as I saw that, I thought Hold she on. said there's not going to be another one, and I thought, but I'll, they yeah. shouldn't have done another one. This is it, a sports podcast, but we're going to get into depth here. Andy is not pivotal to the storyline. Of course he's not at all. Ever. Of course he's not. So who gives a shit whose room they're in? Just Laurie me? Metcalf. He's fucking shit. Me mate. All the fucking movies about getting back to Andy. Yeah, but Andy isn't central to it. So whether what are you fucking Andy's... talking about? The plot is returning to Andy because yeah, they love they him. Whether they have to return to Andy or whether they're returning to the That's little the girl. That's the fucking point of the movies, Yeah, dickhead. but they can carry it on now that somebody else's toys you and they're loyal there... to her. No, but you can't sit there and say that was why the ending of the third one was fucking picture perfect. It was Did picture perfect. On? I didn't cry, but it was this idea you just went, That's the perfect ending to the it series. Good, it was a good ending. It was a very Because it's a passing of the torch. That's the end of the journey. Andy's grown up, but the toys still have utility. They go to the little girl. Perfect. End it. Stop it. We don't need any more. I want more. Do some shorts. I want more. That should have stopped Star Wars. Just to piss you off. Well, the way it's going, they maybe should have. (laughs) We don't... I don't need to talk about that. You just said the way it's going, maybe they should have. I left the cinema with Sean. I critiqued it, not harshly. I just he said it's pretty harsh. Not the best movie I've seen. He was asleep for most He was jerking himself off like it was the greatest... What I we need to do is you get five minutes. It was midnight. What we need to do in is, the middle of December. What we need to do is clarify this. I think that the Force Awakens and the Last Jedi, independently, are quite good movies. I think that independently, if you take them as two two and a half hours of isolated entertainment, you go, yeah, yeah, it's good. I like it. I My that. worry as a Star Wars fan is that they don't have enough time to to finish this story. Is that why JJ's back? No, JJ's back. Jar Jar Binks. JJ, J, JJ, <laughs> he'll never be back. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan Johnson, who wrote and directed episode eight and gets a lot of flack, couldn't have told the story that JJ Abrams set up any differently. If you look at the pillars, he of could the story, have not killed off half the characters. Who did he kill off? Do you have to move the tray of biscuits off your? He's eaten most of them. I think he's just doing it for self-preservation. <laughs> Correct. That's what I'm saying. 
They are shortbreads. He's getting very parched. Are we going to talk any sport? But I just want to... This, this thing we, with the Star Wars, what we need to realise is that this story that has taken... Um, Fabian's drinking loudly because he doesn't realise how fucking disgusting it is in the microphone. <laughs> I know. It shits you to tears. Um, is that we're two or five hours into what is effectively a seven and a half hour story, but we've only advanced... We've advanced some characters, which is good, but we haven't advanced any plot. So if you measure it up and you think about where the story was at the same stage in like Empire Strikes Back, the movement, because of the passage of time, is enormous. And you you get to the end of that move and you're like, oh, we're really delicately poised. We're going into the final act. Whereas you get to the end of The Last Jedi and you're like, I still don't fucking know anything about these people. (laughs) Sorry, I'm just laughing. I'm thinking about the text we sent each other this morning. It'll be a quick pod. It'll be a quick pod. We won't be talking. If it goes over we 45 be, minutes, I'll be surprised. We won't be talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah, won't yeah. be talking too much, Paul. There's not enough to talk about. But, yeah, I mean, you walk out of the movie and you're like, I don't know who the First Order are. We don't really know why Luke left. We don't really know. But it's visually good. That's what you were saying. Well, you know, well, you know what I'm saying, too? Like, the prequels are a really, really good story told ordinarily, whereas these are a really ordinary story told brilliantly. They look amazing. They're so slick. They look fantastic. I reckon fantastic. the in-between movies have been better than the actual Star um, Wars movies. Potentially, because they've actually That's had to focus... My no, no, well, potentially, because they've actually had to focus the narrative. Whereas now what yeah. we've got is the narrative that's being told, I don't think they know what it is. What's the story they're trying to tell? I don't think they sat down in the room. The thing that worries me is when they the, the guy who's writing the eighth film has no input into the ninth and he asked well, the, the guy who wrote the eighth film didn't have any input into the seventh. No, but that's what I mean. He just sat there at the end and said, Oh, can you change this for me? I need you to do this at the they end. They should of the have movie. just had one guy write the whole story. They should have had somebody sit down and go, This is the skeleton of the three films. Yeah, his, name, right. his name and is I, George Lucas. I don't think they've done that. They should have just got him to write a story. No, they probably should have kept George away from it. Um, I love George, but he's. You, oh, you know, he could have written the outline, which he apparently did, and they threw uh, it George in. George, he's just got an obsession with bloody animals. He puts animals in everything in Star Wars now. It's all about the animals. Because he doesn't like people. He doesn't like working or using people. Hasn't done for forever. But um, so, anyway, we've yeah. talked enough. Ran- oh, sorry, last bit of random shit which ties into sport. Oh, Kelly, Kelly's watching a horrific TV show. She's watching it on like seven. What's the seven? Oh, plus? playing for keeps. No, that is horrific. Yummy mummy. Oh no, it's the single-handedly the worst. Is this is this about who I think it's about? And then all of a sudden she goes, one of those guys. He looks familiar, and I said. He doesn't look familiar. I know who it is. Anyway, so she, I, I, I'm in the lounge room. I'm doing my own thing. She yells out, Number 37? He's a Carlton footballer. I'm like, Trent Hodden? That would and, be more interesting. And I said, More more in, of the calibre of who, who the podcast is named after. Prender guest? No, not him, but. Prender was a better player than this guy. A much better player, but. Um, and I said, Who? She goes, Andrew Merrington. Oh, God, yeah. Okay. And I said, Hardly a Carlton footballer. It's not about fucking Andrew Merrington, is it? It's Andrew Merrington. I thought it was about Jared Keisha. No, 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 no. You're talking. That's no. You're talking about from. How she the fuck has Andrew Merrington got a show? He was he number this? nineteen. He was number nineteen. Played a very good quarter of football he, against Port Adelaide at um, <laughs> football he's, park. His wife, partner, girlfriend, whatever it was, gave birth, and they follow them being. Uh, but why? Young parents. And they've made him out to complete a complete dipshit. Sorry, sorry. This can't be a fucking real thing. Andrew fucking Merrington. <laughs> As my dad would say, 
Google it. Who the, who, shout out to Tony. Shout who the Tony. fuck has greenlit anything like... No, no. His wife is more of the character in the show, but obviously when you got to go and give birth and do everything else and stuff, well, he's the partner. He's involved. He was, um, in, yeah, importantly involved at the beginning, particularly. He was present. So, no, they didn't show that part. Um, it would be a totally different show. But um, there you go. The Melbourne socialite is married to Andrew Merrington. What the fuck is this shit? Sean just, Sean just realised that I'm. it's a legitimate thing. So, yummy mummy. Do yourself a favour. Don't watch it. It's don't on, watch it. It's on seven plus. Oh, okay. this, is, this is some sort of way. Kelly of, loves it, by the way. Kelly's like enthralled by this. This is some sort of way of describing a show. Yummy Mummies is a reality TV, TV curveball. What does that mean? It's got no... It means it's no good. Dividing the nation. <laughs> it's got no reality. It's like that other idiotic show that Kelly watches on Channel 7, which is Bride and Prejudice. Oh, terrible. There's no reality in this reality TV show. They are set up oh, yeah, to do that. What kind of what kind of for the mother is? to offer the the, the girlfriend ten thousand dollars to leave her son? That's the show here. Give him give him give her ten grand. See what she says. Yeah, or the, the bigoted father who, who the won't hell? accept the gay son or whatever. Who else. the hell goes on these shows though? Daughter. daughter. Yeah, like they're not real people, surely. But how do you go? Look, oh, hey, mum, why don't we go on this show? And, and argue. Yeah, and, going, I'm not doing that. Yeah, it's just it doesn't make. What sense. is some of the cooking what is, shows now? What does Lorinska do? She's a model, traffic presenter, and a primary school teacher. A, a what? A traffic presenter. What's the, what do you mean? Like she present like a presents the traffic from the chopper. This is you know such and such in oh. the Petters traffic chopper. I imagine. Might be right. That's not helpful to anyone, by the way. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, that was my segue into sport. What was the other one you were talking about? The one that's the. I thought. She, Jared, Jared. The other show that's on like Channel 7. Oh, Playing for Keeps. That's yeah. on Channel 10. That's we've been We've been taping it. Yeah, I've not watched a second of it. Recording? But the only... Yeah, that too. The only episode that we haven't seen is the first one. So we're hanging on to now like 10 episodes that we might be able to binge watch. I think you should have saved yourself the time and delete Watching it. the first one. Well, I'm in, that's what I'm inclined to think. But You um, need the space for something else. Speaking of which, are we recording? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it how these two fuckers. That this is literally, literally their involvement with the podcast is this: we bring the gold. We you record we it meet, and upload they it to walk the in, internet. They don't do any of the setup. They do very little of the pack down. No, I'm not. I'm not. Very and good then that they stuff. don't do any of the record. They don't do any of the editing. Any of the uploading. I bought you chicken nuggets. Any of and the now other you're stuff. Abusing me. And they sit you there didn't and go, even oh, ask are we recording?" <laughs> And you got barbecue sauce now. I didn't see him change the batteries, so that... I need to change the batteries. I changed them last week. (laughs) Said every person right before the (laughs) the batteries uh, ran out. Sport. Where are we going, Sean? I got nothing because... Point point us in a direction. I didn't watch any of it, so I don't fucking care. Because you guys are going to... We're in the part of the year now where... You got to talk about American stuff and Jimmy Buckets. Hold on, hold on. Let's talk talk about... Jimmy Buckets uh, has moved to somewhere and... Fucking the the Rams are doing this, and uh, the fucking uh, Pats are no good. Let's talk. Let's talk A League, Sean. The uh... yeah. What do you want to talk about? Let's talk about it. Let's well, talk about like, the Melbourne victory. Well, like what? They had a good, really good win. They played really well. They, they broke won. the hoodoo. They broke the Sean Sean yeah. Peter Budge hoodoo. SPB. We won Correct. the week before. Yeah, but that was an away game, and you weren't present. It's arguably harder to win an away game. No, but you were. You, they, they've won their first game with you being present in an official capacity. So you're not the jinx. So you being at the ground now is officially confirmed as not being the jinx. Uh-huh. So when was the last time you were at the ground? Me, last season. Oh, whatever. 
It's right, mate. You've got three games in. I've got. Uh... Fabian talks this big game like he's a some huge diehard fucking victory fan, but I'd never heard him talk about it ever. It's probably because you dismissed the A League until now. Sean. Never heard him mention it, nor have I ever it's amazing heard him what say something. Employment does to a man. I've never heard him say something like, oh, "I can't, uh, can't uh, this weekend. I'm going to watch the victory." Ever, ever. And he's acting as though I was there every week. I was on the North Terrace, uh, North End, cheering the boys on. This is what you wouldn't know. The North End used to be in the South. <laughs> I was there. I was part of it. Did you know that, Sean? Oh, yeah, probably. Did you know that? that oh. The North End used to sit in the South. What, geographically? Southern yeah, geographically it was in the oh, South. And it was weird it. when they were chanting, we're Northern, Northern, we're Northern over here. You're kind of not. You're sitting in the South. <laughs> was that just, they just thought they'd run with it? And, no, when they moved, and, and when they moved the from, yeah, okay, they're in the north at Olympic Park, mm, and then when yeah, they went to Eddie yeah. had, they're in the south. Eddie had whatever it's called now, Marvel Stadium. Oh, would have been uh, probably would have been Telstra Dome at that time. It was Telstra Dome at that time. Fab would know that he went to see so many victory games there. Yeah, well, I was there for the for the six nil grand final, Sean. Unlike yourself, I couldn't get a ticket. Stinking hot day. Yeah, sweating my nads off. I was oh. down at uh, the Yarra Valley for the um, grape grazing. Oh, it was hot. It was, just, it was hot, but it was what ridiculously humid. Yeah. Ridiculously humid. Like for our mate, JP, to go, Jeppy. JP goes, it's, it's bloody hot. When a Kenyan turns around and goes, it's bloody hot, you're thinking, it's, it's hot. It's, it's hot. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah, great day. Great okay. Good stuff. Um, you, you're, you're the man. You're the, you're the... Any chance the, of taking a game this, uh, this year at any stage? Yeah, when you give me free tickets. Me and Tim are up for it. So, um, How's your accreditation going? Uh, still uh, <laughs> pending. It's still pending. So, uh, you know, the FFA in their, in their wisdom are taking their sweet-ass time. So uh, maybe we should boycott all talk of the A-League, which you'd be wrapped about, until we get some sort of notification. The, the podcast gets some sort of... Have you asked? Have you followed up? Uh, yes, I have. Have you when? Uh, after I got off the phone with you and you said, uh, why don't you follow up? Oh, good idea. Yeah. Having you behind the scenes is... is, is it's the same as having nobody, effectively. Yep. So Anything else? Like you it. want to talk about the, uh, the results in the in the Premier League or the big derbies? Yeah, Man City are just too good. That's <laughs> basically it. That's the long and short of the, the analysis. They're very good. If you want more than three words out of Sean today, I think you have to bring up Blink-182 Funko Pops or joke. Star Wars. It's a joke, man. It's a fucking joke. Why would they have two of the members of the band? Did you watch the, uh, the capitulation... Of Gonzalo Iguain against uh, Juventus. I haven't seen a single minute of City R football this season. What did he do? Oh, he got a he got a yellow card and just went absolutely off his chops. Did went he go? Berserk, did um, he? Went berserk and basically did he go, he, uh, Javier Mascherano against Manchester United. Um, concentrate Mascherano's rant yeah. into a ten second block. Did he get he just, sent off? Yeah, yeah. Did he hit anyone? Was he fat? Compared to us, he wouldn't be fat. But, but for, for an for, elite, a professional like sport. Back in the day, I used to see Lance like down at the shops. And Lance... Lance Whitnell, by the way, not Lance Cairns. Or, or Lance Armstrong. Or Lance Armstrong. Um, yeah, I saw Lance down at the shop. And, you know, or and Lance he had one Bass. ball. Um, no, no, Lance... He, you can tell, he, just, he looked like a fit male. But then you put him on a field... <laughs> he looked like a fit human male. Yeah, he, no, he did. He, like, he wasn't like... Especially compared to... Myself, he was, you know, fit lad, but you get him on the you field. Put him with, next to Cooter. Put him, not just Cooter, but all the other players. And 
He just looked more portly. A bit portly. That was the very word I was going to use. But in reality, he wasn't. It just. Oh, no, AFL in reality, fl- he was. No, 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 not when he was no, playing. For the average person on the street, he wasn't. But for an elite. For an elite athlete, an elite I'm saying. But when be. you saw him in the street as a normal person, you didn't say, geez, he's carrying a bit. But you also wouldn't pay the average man on the street $700,000 a year to be your team center half forward. No. And captain. And captain. But then, you know, a few weeks later. Right. Post-retirement at the uh, Epping Leisure Centre when he was playing indoor volleyball. Probably the worst thing to do, you know, beach volleyball. Worst thing to do for a busted knee. Mm. But, uh, yeah, he... He's actually coming up... Um, blown up a bit. Shortly to the yearly or the annual anniversary of Lance's trip north. We oh, used to, to hear the about, fat farm. used to hear about that every fucking year. No, he'd do it in about February, though. Yeah, that's what I mean. He'd come yeah. up and he'd be... Lance has been shipped off. He'd do a full pre-season. This is where he was like running with tyres and stuff like that. Yeah, it was just it was a fat farm. He'd spend ten days up there, and it was basically exactly similar to the, where they used to go for the Biggest Loser, and they would was feed the commando him like a bird, there, and he'd train his ass off literally, and uh, and he guts. would lose eight or ten kilos, and he he basically just got to the stage where he sort of said, "I can do this. I can drop the weight. I can front up for round one. Hmm. I've done the running." My fitness is okay, but my skin folds are too high and I'm too heavy. I go up here, I drop 10 kilos, I'm ready to go. And you're going, yeah. I don't think life's I don't think as that's easy the attitude that. to just, have. Yeah. So Which you is are, a pretty you because flat out cut in the corner. You go, Lance Wetnell circa 2000 was a fucking jet. He was a good footballer. We should have traded him. Oh. If we knew what we had, we should have traded him. Oh. Yeah. Should have, could have, would have. Should or have traded we, Fev or before we, it all or imploded. Or we could have just, you know, adopted better standards club wide. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> We were on a decline at that point, and we had to hang on to whatever we had. Speaking of being on a decline, what's next? <laughs> I thought you're you're meant to be our fearless leader, nah. Mister. I do the record. I, I got do... no time. I got no can time I can that. I back over our last lot of nuggets? Absolutely, and, and give you the last nugget of the season, please. Well, I reckon we had a pretty good week last week. We had three nuggets on Oaks Day, which... which <laughs> what are you laughing about? He gives not... He doesn't give two fucks about anything at all. He doesn't like it. He's not He's not a happy man. No, no, we're, uh, our, we had to wait till the last race on Oaks Day to get our return, but we had Blur, Blur Roche. Blur Roche. I turned off by this stage. I was absolutely <laughs> ticked off, but... um, So I didn't get the win. The amount Blur of Roche. shit that you would spin in throughout the spring carnival needs to be... Red, listened to, heard, to be believed. He was at it again. His own wife was taking the piss out of him. <laughs> I love it. It's good. It's good. Every... And then we got to Stakes Day, and, and we had a really, really good win. We had a huge win. And not only that, I haven't shown you the text. I was getting texts from many a person who were was on. Good, good. Who were on, and that was... And, and the irony is, I kept saying, and I said to mates of mine that I was at the races with, that race, the um, the VRC Classic was the single most what well, was the most difficult betting race I've ever seen because there were so many good horses in it. <coughs> but the one thing that I reckon I said on pod was um, what Santa and Elaine does is it comes home like an absolute train. It has a we said it had a devastating finish and we just thought that it was going to suit Flemington really really well. And in the end um, he got the job done. Gave us the devastating finish that we needed, and and in fact it won it pretty easily in the end. 
Um, but a $10 winner. And the one thing that they did say afterwards, it's now it's fourth group one that it's won, and yet it seems to be a horse that no one's really seized upon and no one's really embraced. Especially from an odds perspective, it's just... Well, that's every single time it's won, it's one pain, 20s, 16s, 10s, something like that. I was at so 13, because I, I, uh, I power odds, played that. Odds boosted it. So $130 win, sure. I had that into a multi, into a quaddy, into a first four. And he's getting stuck into you saying how you're trying to talk about what... I don't like to... You know. I, I, my mum listens to the podcast and I try not to swear too much. But he's a dumb cunt. <laughs> yeah, he's showing me photos of me sitting on the edge of my bed watching the, the Kelly, races. Kelly said... Now, she obviously, said, Kelly's taken the photo and sent it to Sean. Kelly said, I may I'm have going to stop short of calling her a DC as well, but, <laughs> you know... <laughs> she, she, I may have a degenerate gambling husband... I may lose the house. Yeah. Well, Kelly will not share in that $130 win. Well, it was a $10, $10 bet, so you're probably not going to lose the house over $10. Yeah. Um, and then the only disappointment slip. that we did have was we backed Shalala. Our girl, we, Shalala. Our girl, Shalala. The official horse of the Ian Brenda cast. She went really well. well she, she had the race oh. one. She had the race one. She went really well. She had the race one. I don't, what's what the happened? terminology? Because, you know, we look at this race. Is it checked or boxed in or whatever? Yeah, she, was, she went to go three times and just... Yeah, couldn't find a gap, and 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 obviously, as we said last week, when she won on uh, Derby Day, she, uh, the jockey rode for luck, and the gap that she needed to go through opened up at exactly the right time, and she went through it like yep. she was shot out of a cannon. Um, this time, she was travelling beautifully. She was, she if she wasn't going to win the race, she was going to go awfully close, mm. and and the irony. We, we sat on the fence last week saying, do we do we back her in or do we not? Because I was thinking that the other international, Blair House, yep. was almost an absolute, was a moral. It ran horrendously. Can I give you, I'll, I'll read out Tim's Tim's description here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I said, so, hey, Tim, just confirming we're on uh, Shalala. This is this was my first text. Just confirming yep. we're on Shalala for the win. Tim's gone... With a, what, what do you call the I, first two? I said exactor. He goes, no, I'm going with an exactor, and he's put Shalala in coming in the sec- second to Blair House. Blair House. And I said, so Shalala's not going to win. And he said, yes, unfortunately. She's Zach Fisher. Blair House is Josh Kelly. The rest of the field are epping under 17s. And then the next message, girls. Oh. So, uh, Someone from the Epic Under 17 Girls is an absolute jet. <laughs> had a good day. <laughs> so um, so much for equal opportunity. Yes. But yes. um, but yeah, she, the luck that she needed. She went she to go. She went yeah, to go three did. times. It's not she like did. she was just hanging back and we saw not Like she went to go and then it just, whatever gap she thought she just had. Closed. You know closed. the good news for you two idiots is Channel 10, or rather is Channel 7, sorry, with the whole racing.com thing and the Channel 10 partnership, Channel 10 don't want... Um, Channel 7 racing personalities on their broadcasts. So the likelihood is that some people are holding out hope that Bruce McAvaney and Hamish McLaughlin may have been on the Channel 10 broadcasts and the Racing.com oh, broadcasts. Bruce has said he's, he's done. Just by virtue of picking up Racing.com's coverage for certain things. Yep. They don't want it. There's a slot for you two idiots to slip right in. Fab, you can anchor it because you just know so much fucking about it. So I'm heavy. And the great man here, Timbo... He can he can be the um, the Francesca. He could be the Francesca. Kamani. He can be the Francesca to you know, my Bruce. You know all the horses. You know him in, inside out, and Fab just fucking loves it so much, and he just knows it. 
like he's. What do you do? Just sit at home, eat sausage rolls, and play with Funko Pops? I don't, like you don't play with Funko Pops. You don't play with them? No. What do you do? Just stare at them? Yep. So if I tell you my children play with my two Funko Pops? Well, they can, but there's no articulation. So, I mean, it's difficult. So, they don't. It's all about imagination. They sit. So, but, um, so we have one more nugget for the season? Oh, is this at the Sandown Guineas? Correct. We're, we're on yes. the Sandown Guineas. Okay. And we're going to be backing race seven because race seven is the Sandown Guineas. Yep. We're on number 12, Seabrook. Okay. And Seabrook won the Champagne Stakes for two-year-olds over 1,600 metres in autumn up in Sydney. Yep. And she ran in the race that Shalala won, which was for fillies and mares. She's a three-year-old. Yep. Um that's 1,600 metres, so it's Group 1. And the horse at the moment that's favourite to win the race is a horse called Ring-a-Ding-Ding, who won on Saturday's Stakes Day, where it rattled home in a 1,400-metre listed race. They're stepping up to Group 2 level. So, obviously, Seabrook's dropping down from Group 1 over a distance that she's already won at, at Group yep. 1 level. This thing's stepping up from fourteen hundred to sixteen hundred going from listed. Well she's paying three sixty. I backed her this morning at four dollars and power played it at a four forty. So she's coming to three sixty already. So I'd never heard of this horse until Tim mentioned it, but it sounds like a moral. Sounds like its form is great. Sounds like it's uh, really got a good sweat on. Um, <laughs> sounds no, like it's no. gonna 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 you've carry its it. gonna carry no, its you've weight. You've lost it. You've lost it. I think that this horse, I think I, I, I would recommend put everything you got on it. Put everything you got yeah. on it. The house? House. Everything. The car. The Funko Pops. Everything. Put yeah, all the Funko put Pops 28 on. Funko Pops on it. Yeah, 22. 22. 22. What's a Funko Pop worth? Sure. $19. That's not too bad. Yeah. This initial investment phase is quite heavy because I've got I to gotta make up for the ones I don't have. But once we, once we get through this wish list phase... The outlay will will thin out. Can we move on? Yeah, let's. What to lead us? To, to, just lead us, Sean. I got nothing on my list. I got Funko Pop. <laughs> he's actually pointing. To, he's pointing to a list. And I got two. I got, I got two items. And the other item I made earlier today was, um, I don't watch professional wrestling anymore. I haven't done so for quite some time. In the fact, they call it professional wrestling. Well, that's what it is. I'm gonna call it sports entertainment. You know what they call it? Sports entertainment. We had this chat. I think we probably have. They called it sports entertainment because Vince McMahon wanted to distance itself from a, a professional sport, which meant they wouldn't be beholden to uh, drug testing. Oh, yes. So that's why they, they separated it. And he got a bit of stick at the time because it wasn't common knowledge that it was staged. Yep. So he basically shattered. There was a time where people thought wrestling was real. Yeah, absolutely. And it sort of, <laughs> mate, it's very popular in the South. And. Um, they sh- they shattered. There'd be people in the south still thinking it's. Real. They shattered this illusion, so he had to he re sort of categorized it as it's theatre, so it's not real. Therefore, our guys can take as many fucking steroids as they want because the they're not competing. Yeah. Anyway, um, I just happened to be watching Foxtel the other day, and uh, episode of WWE Raw was on. That fucker runs three fucking hours. You got nothing else better to do. Every You're not week, watching sport, we know that. Every fucking week, this show runs three hours, and I'm thinking to myself, who the fuck has three hours? Like to go uh, every weekend, uh, every week. So I'm going to sit there. I assume the show runs eight till eleven, I suppose, in America. Fucking three hours. 
On a Monday night? Are they but, nuts? But it's not wall-to-wall wrestling fights. No, 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 I understand that. You're going to say it's an event. People are paying, t- paying money to a ticket. You go there, you don't hey, want to be over it and done within an hour. Fucking run it two hours. It's a, it's a travelling road show, yeah, so they run want... Yeah, th- run it three hours and run dark matches in the stadium that you don't air... And pad the, like and it's just like have the undercard at uh, like a yeah, big boxing event. Spot like, on, and have the bro- have the broadcast be two hours. No one's fucking yeah. watching three hours worth of that shit. Yeah, Paul Harrigan's Fuck. fighting John Hopawate or something like that. Old digits Hopawate. Yeah, I'd, pro- <laughs> I'd, I'd probably be more interested in that. I think they checked his gloves twice. Just made <laughs> doubly sure. Um, I'd probably be fucking more interested in watching that than Floyd Mayweather fight again. Did you see Floyd Mayweather at the NFL on the weekend? I saw Floyd Mayweather get. Trying to, I'm trying to be polite. I'm trying to be polite. Seriously, how much sucking up can black athletes give this bloke? He's a fucking pork chop of a... He, look, phenomenal boxer. Give him all the kudos you want. The man can box. He's one of the greats. I'm not disputing that. But he's a peanut. He's a fucking idiot. All right? And that just because he's black, they all love him. And it's the whole thing. If... if and the black... Can, and I understand that, you know, the, the, they try to rally and support each other. But realise when, you, when, when you've got happening. a peanut in your midst, and like they all love him. So you got a ball from the Rams, and then, well, you know, first you got one from the Seahawks, and the Rams got a touchdown. Oh, don't give it to a kid, you know, young kid in the crowd or whatever. Give it no. to a bloke that's worth eight hundred million dollars oh, who can buy his own footy. Yeah, who can't spell NFL. Yeah, he's a he's a pork chop. I hate with a passion. I hate Floyd Mayweather, and that's probably part of the reason why I was so on Conor McGregor, which. This jerk-off and our, the former jerk-off who used to sit in your seat. <laughs> Shout out to Alex. Shout out to Alex. Congratulations on the birth of the baby, oh, Alex. Excellent. Didn't um, hear that. And oh, what has it come? I didn't fucking know this. When did this happen? I've just announced it. Oh. I was announcing it on pod for everyone to know. That's the it's the. So what around. did we have? A boy or a girl? We had nothing. Alex had a baby girl. Oh. And so. what's Alex's baby girl's name? Uh, Ariel. Ariel. Ariel Billen. So congratulations to Alex and Elk. Or oh, congratulations to Nelly and Alex. Um, I don't think you're here. Did, thanks did, for the thanks for the shout out, Alex, as well. I'll just make sure my phone's on. So I, I haven't got a text either, mate. I said I've just been notified. Get over it. Um, what was I saying? Floyd oh, jerk off. So um, yeah, and that's probably why I was so on McGregor and these two. Oh, Floyd did this and Floyd did that. Oh, Floyd did something great. In a sport that he's dominant at against someone who's not from this sport, let's jerk him off some more, please. And uh, just made me want to vomit. Sorry, fair sorry. Call, I, fair I, call. I digressed. A lighter side of the same sport, but including a celebrity as well. Yep. Um, I know we sent this to one another, but did you, just for those that are listening on pod, did we happen to catch up on the audible during one of the NFL games that Jared Goff? ran with where he was running with the Halle Berry and he's obviously mm. seen the way that the opposition is setting up and he's decided to change the play and he's decided to go with the Halle Berry mm. instead and obviously they mic up the the quarterbacks and you can hear what they're saying and sometimes it's clear sometimes it's not but he's obviously quite distinctively gone with the Halle Berry play yep. whatever the hell that ends up being well Halle Berry's gotten wind of this and she she's tweets. tweeted what the hell is a Halle Berry <laughs> she, she was uh Interested to know. So, yeah. um, and as as Jared Goff said, he said it is my favourite play, 
And uh, and I think it sort of showed a little bit of a reverse of a wide receiver either getting the ball or he was running past and just changing the play action and all of that. But uh, how, it, how how the play ended up playing out on the day, I have absolutely no idea. Well, re-watch it and that's what a Halle Berry looks like. Yeah, well, I rewatched it, but they stopped it after he was about to hand the ball off. So I don't know where it went, and I don't know what it was. <coughs> but it was... Um, it's Sean it was interesting to watch. If we run out of battery. What's Sean doing? He's got no interest in NFL. Just checking out my social channels, seeing what's happening. Um, um, the Rams lost Cooper Cup. <clears throat> Huge. Important, yeah. He's an underrated footballer, and so I think with him out and... Again, it was one of those very sad situations where you see a guy just try to change direction and um, the knee gives way. Yep. You know, hadn't asked too much of himself at all and his body's just said, no, he would have done doing it. 10 other plays this season that have been more strenuous Absolutely. on it and it's held up. Just and entirely innocuous. Um, the team that Tim, no, the team that Sean gives no credit to, the New Orleans Saints, because they play under a roof. Yes, yes, good point. Put up 51 points outdoors, Sean. Just for a change. So, uh, any comment? You, you quit to criticise, but you wanted... I didn't, I didn't, crit- didn't criticise at all. If we, Fabian's trying to muckrake here again, but as, like he's, that, as uh, he's known what, to do. What was it, the um, the article on uh, Steve Smith? Yeah, spot on. But So, we'll double back to that quickly, because that was a fucking joke. But... You try to muckrake it. What I was saying was you were talking about Drew Brees breaking some passing record. And I was saying that somebody had rather astutely pointed out that he plays all of his home games in a dome. Therefore, they pass the ball more often in a dome. The conditions are clearer, better, catches made, et cetera, et cetera. The ball's not slippery, the ball, whatever. It's more manageable. Therefore, that would affect his statistics or his ability to accrue statistics. It's probably easier for a, for a lineman to get out of quarterback in good conditions too. It's not slippery. Oh, yeah. Maybe. I mean, it's, it's not wet. Maybe. Mate, you're fucking clutching at straws desperately here. Stick to what you know. Stick to talking about horse racing. You don't know anything about the NFL. So you're, dis- you're discrediting this man's no, opinion. No. That So that's the point I'm trying to make. I was Discrediting didn't, your opinion. I didn't claim it was my opinion. No, he's, he's saying he sprouted it off somebody and else. And I was like, I was good. I like that. I like that. Sean's thought, good material. I thought that was, you know, I thought that was a good point. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, Sean. Uh, Sean, you wouldn't know who Le'Veon Bell is. But, uh, kidding me? He who, has, who is she? Tell me who Le'Veon Bell is. Le'Veon Bell's a man. What does she do? He's a running back Ooh. for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Wow. Fuck off. Well, Bang. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, I think as it turns out, the, the story behind it is, yes, he's a running back, but he's not playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers. But he was, um, wasn't he? No, or, well, he had until Tuesday Fuck to... It, re- yes or no, was he playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers? Yeah, he's, he's a he Pittsburgh on the roster. Steelers Thank roster you. player. Hasn't reported <laughs> to pre-season. Well, didn't report all through pre-season. Hasn't reported... Had until Tuesday to report, yes, to get his money for this season, or obviously not match payments, but to get, you know, fulfill his contract obligations for this season. Didn't report. Mm. So I said, I texted you and said, bring him into your fantasy because um, their running back has been quite good. Connors, James Connor, or Connor, sorry, um, he's out with concussion protocol, and I thought, well, Le'Veon's just going to come in and slot into that. That team nicely and hasn't reported. Yeah, I think he knows. He walks into that locker room and or and where, it's, does, it's where does he want to go? He just wants to be paid. They want it. They, they keep franchise tagging him. I don't so. know what that means. Basically, it's a franchise tag. So you'll be sitting there and saying, "Right, you know, Le'Veon, I want you to play with us." And he goes, 
pay me $18 million a year and they'll go, well, and it, I'm not saying this is what he's asking for. I'm just saying as an example, um, and they're saying, oh, I don't know that we want to sign a multi-year deal to those sorts of numbers. Mm-hmm. I don't know that we need to. Mm-hmm. We think we can hold out and get you for less. What the franchise tag allows you to do is, I'll say, right, I'm franchise tagging you, Sean, mm-hmm. which means you're, Good decision. A, you're a running back. What yeah. you get is you get the average wage of the top five players in the league in your position. So if you've got Doug, Harry, Johnny, Bob and Bill, and, Good they're players. All on, yeah. all and they're all on whatever they're on, you obviously accrue their salaries, divide by five, that's what I'm paying you. And that mm. might work out to be $11 million. So can he can he refuse a franchise tag? Um, Is that like the sticking well, point he, that he can't, well, he, he can, can't say... Well, he can say, I'm not turning up to play. But, but if, if, if but you're the team and you say, say... When you play, this is what you're going to get paid. Like, so, so he can't say... it's predetermined because two parties are saying... That's pretty shit isn't it? Say, I want you... To, he, they're saying to Le'Veon, we want you to play. He says, I'll, pay, I'll play for you if you pay me what I think I'm worth. Yeah, so he can't say... You can't offer me a contract and say... We want to franchise tag you. It's we're franchise tagging well, you, and and that's it's the it's the deal breaker that says well because we can't agree what the deal should be. Ugh. This is the wage that you will be paying uh, playing for. Isn't it just easier for them to say we'd love to keep you, but we can't pay you that. If someone else wants to pay you that, then okay. But as you say, he's their player. So then, mm. if he goes, they trade him, and then they want to get what they want in return for him. Yeah, I think that's easier than fucking. Because ultimately, if somebody out there would pay him, say, if, as you said, say if the average is eleven, and somebody out there goes, "We'll pay you twelve, yep, or we'll pay you 15 you're going, "Well, that's what he's worth," because someone's prepared to pay him. Yep. And he said, "Well, I'll, and he would probably be saying, well, 'Well, I'll play for that team if they're going to pay me yeah. what I think I'm worth.'" But then Pittsburgh would say, all right, give us two first-round draft picks and he's yours. Mm. Now, the, the challenge with a running back is typically a, a running a running back is such a ballistic position. Mm. What you invariably get is you get a kid, and you say a kid, 22, 23-year-old guy coming out of college football who's a little bit dinged up already because it's pretty hard sport at that level mm. too. But invariably they come out and they're ready to roll straight away. There's a lot of other guys that take, couple of years to be able to sort of find their feet in the NFL, a running back invariably is ready to go straight away. It's the ground running, so it's to speak. the ground running, so to speak. But a lot of the time, you're lucky to get six years out of a running back. So, they, have so they come really, in, they're on a rookie really contract, yeah. they dominate, and that's why running backs generally don't get paid because when it's time for them to get paid, they move on. People move on from them. They move on because there's a risk with their body and they'll rather go with a... And the thing is, and unfortunately, it's, I reckon they're one of the... Well, they're not the most critical component. The quarterback is, but oh, a good running game will, that you can keep you, on moving the you, chains. You, you is look at valuable. You look at Saquon Barkley, and he's a freak. Yep. You look at Todd Gurley, and he's a freak. Hmm. Yeah. You, you look at all these dominant it running. Feels backs. Like a, it feels like it feels like what you're telling me there feels like it's almost an effort by the teams to create a culture or create a myth that suppresses or keeps the wage under control. So they sit there and they'll say, "Oh, well, by the time you know you've only you don't have that many, we want to give you a five year deal. You want a five year deal at X dollars? Yeah. Well, you've only got two good years in you because historically, you know, running backs are dinged up. It feels like that's a notion where they sit there and go, we're not going to pay you because historically, oh. well, that's on just that, an excuse. On that, on, we mentioned this before. I'm a San Francisco 49ers supporter. 
going back now about 12 years ago, it's probably even longer than that, we had the number one pick in the draft. And it was always talked that we were going to take Aaron Rodgers, and he was a local boy, he was a California native. Oh, did you take a guy that was like a farmer or something? Now he's a farmer? No, 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 no. He's still we, we drafted a bloke called Alex Smith who was still, from I know Utah. that. Is it the Chiefs? No, he's, he's at the, the Red Chiefs. He's, at the he's Red now at the Redskins. Yeah. He got traded out of there yeah. this year or this last season. Um, and Alex Smith's a nice player, but he's, he's, he's a good NFL quarterback. You know he probably yeah. was. He's, 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 not he's not taking you to the promise. We're going to talk about this a lot with AFL players. I always get worried when you see guys talking about draft profiles, phantom drafts. I don't really fucking give a shit. Cal Toomey. If he presents well. Shout out to Cal. Or if he's a nice guy. Or if he's this and that. I want the best fucking player. Yeah, no, I hear. I hear. Well, anyway, the point I was going to make was um, that year, there wasn't a real... If there was one standout player who was the best in his position in the college football scene, it was a bloke named Antrell Roll who played at Miami. And he ended up going at about pick 11. And they were sitting there and going, look, we'd take Roll. But we're not going to use the number one draft pick on this guy because he's just not worth it. But anyway, the one thing that they did do is they interviewed Roll and they said, who's the best player at the University of Miami? And without hesitating, he said, Frank Gore. And Frank Gore was running back. And as we said, position where you get dinged up a fair bit. Frank Gore was regarded as the best player in high school football and he did an ACL. And then he, can't, he recovered from the ACL, played college football, was a star, mm-hmm. did the other ACL, and they've pretty much gone, well, this guy's cooked. Or m- most people said that. And they inter- interviewed Antrell Roll, and they said, Frank Gore's the best player at University of Melbourne, uh, of, of Miami. <laughs> <laughs> and they said... He probably would be. And, and in, the, in the end... <laughs> Just. Yeah, they drafted him with the first pick in the third round. So he ended up going pick 65. As I said, this is now... 12 years ago. Yeah, still going. He's still going, and he actually set the record the other Cleveland? day. No. That's Carlos Hyde, who's at Cleveland Golf. Yeah, you guys. Yeah. Uh, where is he playing? I was watching him. I can't remember where where's, he was. Um, where's Heinz Ward? The last game I he's, saw... He's the last, retired, the last game I saw him play was for uh, Gotham City. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I think Heinz Ward, Ward <laughs> may have been retired when he was in Batman. Yeah, he was. He outran an exploding stadium. Yes. You're thinking, hey, how am I not getting caught here? Yeah. Because everyone was falling into a big hole. That always reminds me of you love that. You what? love the the scat man. Yeah, that's so good. It's with, so with good. Bane. The first bit it goes on a little bit long, but the the first bit in particular is is amazing, and it makes me laugh every single. Will you time. post that to Twitter? Probably not. Okay. <laughs> um. So they're the NFL headlines. Yeah. Well, and the only other thing, I, as I was saying, I, I've been very much in the corner of Jacksonville Jaguars all season and thought they were going to have a great season. They're cooked they're with just, injuries. They're just not getting it. Well, they're, yeah, they're getting injured. They're getting injured. What the Jacksonville Jaguars were, were an awesome defense carrying an okay offense that is missing um, Fournette. Yep. And led by Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles, who's not. He's, he's an Alex Smith. Is oh. He's probably Alex Smith's probably a little bit better. Let's be honest. But, but as you say, they're yeah. not. They're not. They're jer- they're probably they'll end up being journeymen. They'll, they'll probably yeah. be in the NFL, but they're never going to be. They're a top twenty quarterback, but they're not a top ten quarterback. Yeah. They'll have good games. It keeps them relevant. So they've had injuries. They've had injuries to what was an outstanding defense last year, and they just haven't got rolling. Now, 
And it shows every sport. You lose a few players. Depth's important, but you kind of don't ever... And, really and this kills it. me to say, but that's it's, that's my, my Eagles. And we're, my 49ers as like, well. On offense, we're, we, we would generally be okay. We're not rolling, but we, I'm still confident that we could get something moving forward, even though we've had injuries. We've missed JHI. We've missed Darren Sproles. Obviously, we traded out. We didn't trade out, but we didn't pick up Legarra Blunt for another year. So running back's been a bit of an issue, but we think we found something in Adams. But our defense last year just made plays, got the job done. Yep. And we've been playing horrifically this year. And then add to that, just everyone's falling down. Everyone. Our secondary is horrific. The Western Bulldogs. Our secondary, honestly, you could be playing out there. Because the folks out there are just... I have no idea. We're playing... They're just, they're just fuck it. The guys playing secondary are just warm bodies. No, but what we Like, seriously, what is their if job? If you look at it, even if even to the uneducated, you look at that and you think they're just playing zone defense. Guys just look to see and pick up a runner if it comes in your vicinity because to they don't know the players. The, the players who are coming in yeah. are just third stringers. It's D- like... Just right. waiting the quarterback from sending yeah. it their way. If the ball comes in the air, Tim, try and get there before the, uh, the receiver. It's... So we, I reckon not we're stuffed. Sus- that's not a sustainable And unlike method. the Pats, I know you even think so, I, hate the, I do hate the Pats, but they're in a division that is easier to win, whereas the NFC East, even in the years where everyone's equally bad, it's so bloody competitive. So I don't think we get out of the... We're, we're definitely not we're getting a wild card. We're sitting at four and five. And I don't think we get out of our division. So... So you're, you're not going to make the playoffs. We're not going to make the playoffs. So there, there goes back to back. As a reigning Super Bowl champion, you're not going to make the playoffs. Who upgraded a quarterback yeah. of all position. We upgraded and we're going to get... Yeah, no, I reckon we'll miss the playoffs. Coach, gets, bloody, sacked. Coach gets sacked? Coach won't no, get not sacked. Not with the injuries, no. Coach won't get sacked, but um, it's just the Redskins. Look, no one's stopping the Redskins. Like They're, they're winning games they shouldn't win and it's just... Because they got the MVP. they got the MVP. LeBron. We talked about this on pod three weeks ago. Who were you giving the MVP? Five to? weeks ago, in fact. Well, we said we're going to give it to Patrick Mahomes. That's not for the Redskins. He's playing for the Chiefs. You can't just go Native American, Tim. <laughs> oh, no. They're not one team. Oh, dear. Don't they both wear red? Oh, dearie, dearie, <laughs> oh, dearie me. He's called oh, the Chiefs and the Redskins. I thought he was going to say That's it. almost as bad as when Sean used to consistently call the uh, I did it 76ers. Fucking, I did it once. The Phillies. Oh, the Phillies. That's right. Um, well, yeah, the Redskins are then... How's, uh, are, um, how's RG3? How's he gone? Uh, Alex Smith. Alex Smith. And every third week, Adrian Peterson is reminding us of what he used to be. Can you rely on that going into... No, uh, but they're winning enough games. No, no. They're not going to do any damage in the postseason. Yeah. But you know what? They went to winning enough games for... Home ground advantage. The Eagles that get nowhere near well, winning the division. Too. So, yeah. we're screwed. But moving on from the NFL... Sean, do you want to point us in a direction? I've got nothing, man. I don't know what you're talking about. I haven't seen any sport this week. He's upset. He's I'm upset not upset. I haven't seen anything. I don't know what you're... You're talking about American sport. Kev, tell you off. No, no. You're just talking about American sport and you're talking about bloody fucking... All this other shit. We're going to talk about Jimmy Buckets? Talk about Jimmy Buckets. I'm not going to stop you. I'll just press... He's off to the Phillies. Press pause. <laughs> Everyone going into this season, everyone said... The he was East, always going to get traded. The East is crap, and yep. the West is where all the good players are. The East is competitive. The yeah, East is very competitive. They need to fucking tear these conferences up. Shit house. I've had enough of it. 
just a cyclical thing. Oh, it's, no, but they just need to fucking tear it up. It's like if the, if the, they're toying with it. They're toying with you. Keep your divisions, but then just the ranking of where you are, one through sixteen. It does sixteen in that. And that's if it's twelve of those teams are in the west or whatever, it's just twelve of them are in the well, west. At least so you bet. get looked after if you're a better team. That's, yes, because traveling through the playoffs isn't as bad. Like through the season, you understand the divisions because it restricts how far you have to travel. Uh, it's a big country. Cares. They all travel on nice planes. You're still travelling, sure. Well, what's the longest? What would be the longest flight? Six hours? New yeah, York, it'd be equivalent to going to a, a, a Perth, yeah. yeah. Six yeah. hours? Like, I mean, seriously, when you're travelling in the sort of comfort that they're travelling in, on the sort of money that they're on... They're six foot ten, though. It's yeah, pretty hard yeah, to get into they're a They're not seat. sitting in fucking Economy Plus. They're no, sitting... True. It's like that classic... That one of the, the best tweet I've ever seen. Ever? Ever. You're going to go with that? The ever. Best this tweet is the I best know. tweet I've ever, ever, ever seen. Can I you retweet it so we can I all I share it? It's brilliant. I saw a very good was one it about... the six from, nuggets that uh, five of the six got nah, up and won? I saw a very a good one about... A guy uh, Guy went on a rant about Postman Pat. That was pretty funny. That was good. You see, that was sort of big this week. There was a tweet about a guy... Um, Wayne Rooney, I think Manchester United were playing at midday. And... Further to the point about the athletes, like they think they got it tough. They're traveling on a private jet for five hours to go play a game of basketball. They're earning $10 million. Um, Wayne Rooney goes, It's really hard to force down pastor at 8 a.m. in the morning because he's prepping for the game at midday. Yep. And a guy uh, quoted him and like retweeted it. And he said, <laughs> I like fucking loved it. It had it went ballistic. <laughs> he said, I'd force down pedigree chum at 8 in the morning for 300 grand a week. Yes, good call. Good comeback. And I just thought every time I see it, there's something about it which just fucking hit me right between the eyes. And I went, that's brilliant. Did you give it a like? I gave it a like. I gave it a retweet. It fucking went gangbusters, this particular tweet. And it was the sentiment of it was... Are you going to give credit to the... Uh... I can't remember who it was. The sentiment of it was absolutely fucking spot on. It was like you're sitting there going, there can't be... There has to be conferences because the fucking playing trips, the playing sport... Mate, come on. They're travelling on fucking fully kitted out private chartered flights. Yeah, but they're playing every day, Sean. They don't have to play every day then. But they do. They don't have to. So. Fucking be sensible. They don't have to play every day. Is that your contribution to the have. They would have travelled. It would have taken them longer. Than that. When they had the conference system, they would have been travelling when they introduced it by bus. It would have fucking taken them longer to travel by bus than it does now by plane. Silence. Daniel Menzel has just been signed by the Sydney Swans as a delisted free agent. Yeah, good on him. I'm, I'm sort of ha- I'm sort of happy for him, but <coughs> I mean, we'll, we'll go yeah. off NBA because you know we don't want to lose Sean. He might fall asleep and hit the, hit the stop button. Um, Maybe I already have. Hugh Goddard's training with us. I did hear that. Yeah, and so is Tom Bug. Tom Bug is he the bloke who punched? Uh, Heaney. Callum Mills. Callum Mills. Sorry. Yeah, I. Hugh Goddard I, went pretty, pretty high in the draft first round. Eighteen, pick eighteen, or five years ago. He went. Yeah, he went yeah. like eighteen. Was he McCartan's draft? I don't know. Saints fans loved him. He was Blaine Bokus drafters. Who Jesus. he was? Jesus, well, fucking everyone's I'll, nightmare. Let's revisit that. Draft. Old tweets, Bokus. You made a good point. The point was well made. Yeah, then when he was on the other side, he didn't do much. Well, he's just one man. His tweet was, you know... It's a disgraceful team kicks one goal and a half. Yeah, and then when he had a chance to contribute to said team, didn't do much. So, anyway, that's not the point. But Hugh Goddard, 
Timbo, what do you know about him? <laughs> Plays a defence. Um, I heard that he's not the most intelligent man going around. Oh, no. Ooh. Because I heard, not heard, I, I read that we'd been, we were eyeing him off mid-year. Like yeah. it, was, it was like he'd been on a choppy block for a while and Sausage been in contact with his management about... You know what? It, look, he did an Achilles, um, which put his career back. Yeah. And then he missed another chunk of a season through... Uh, like, he might, might have had a foot problem as well. So he's been in the system for however long... Four or five years. He's played 10 games of footy. Like, it's... Like, he, he's not... He's not without talent. At one point in time, he was being regarded as a potential pick two... Whoa. Now, in his draft year, he's managed to drop from pick two to pick 18. And in the career that he's had to date, he has never done anything that says... That justifies that. That even questions why that slide wasn't yeah. ab- absolutely appropriate. And even then you'd go, on what he's shown, how the hell did he go pick 18? So, but... Is it is it a player we need? I think, I think if that, Sam Rose retired and you replace him with, with Hugh Goddard... Have you gone with retirement? I thought he was pushed. Well, he was technically Tim's correct. He was retired. Yeah, he he he, he was retired. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. Okay. He, he may not have retired. Yeah, um, I, I, just from that perspective, as you know, the last man out and the first bloke in, similar size, a younger model, somebody with a you know probably more God given talent, but does he have the same attitude? An application. Uh, as, an application as Sam Rowe. Well, you hope can, that a second chance might spur that in. But well, I, don't, I like the Hawthorne system. Right. The yeah. Hawthorne system, or what Sean saw first hand at Box Hill, is that, you know, you you play at Box Hill, you, you know, they give a crack to one player every year. Is that is that correct, Sean? Not really. Isn't that what you were spruiking that? No, no I think they, 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 embrace, they embrace the Box Hill system I know, I as, a, as a breeding ground. But equally, if you're sitting there and you're watching your Box Hill games well enough... You might see a bloke that you're playing against. I know Sean's go, against this guy. Jesse, should be in the AFL system. Jesse Palmer. Jesse Palmer's training, doing the preseason at Carlton. Yeah, I just don't see any value in it. I'd go for Goddard before him. There's an enormous difference between even a guy that has been at the top level and might not have quite made it, but was was at Jesse least Palmer there. played at Port. How many games did he play at Port? I probably played ten. But he was uh, so it's the same it, amount of games as you got. I'd, I'd, yeah, but he, he's a inclined. half forward flanker, and he's being pushed out <coughs> by. Sorry. Yeah, yeah well, that's right. Camera Sorry. <laughs> Chad Wingard, sorry, Tom like, Rockliffe, Travis like Boak, um, Jake Need, all these sorts of guys that are playing a similar sort of role. There just may not be a spot for it. But but Sean makes a great point. Is sometimes if, if Sean made any points. If you've been pushed out of a club, Mate, it's I because you're not showing you. enough to be able to justify you in staying because, I mean, they could re-rookie him. Do you so. want me to rip the audio, re-fucking edit it, re-record it, and then we'll have a bit of a break and we'll spin back and the first thing that listeners will hear is me, Le'Veon Bell, fuck yeah. Did you just call him Ravion Bell? Le'Veon Bell. Pete just texted that Bunnings will now serve onions. Oh, don't talk Bunnings. about this. This is a fucking, this is a Under story. the sausage. No, Under the sausage for OH&S reasons. Correct. But Bunnings don't serve the sausages, aren't they? Like a primary school or a yeah, given kindergarten. It's or not about. It's not about OHS. Pro, it's, it's, it's about protocol. mess. Is what it's about. It's not no, about no, o- some old bird went a over over a slippery bit yeah. of onion, and they're going. This is this is a risk, and you're going really, public liability, Fab. Feeding them if if you you're not watching where you're going, you, you stand on a bit of onion. Well, who the fuck cares? I just think that it's. I honestly think it's about mess. Like people just leaving fucking onion everywhere. 
the sparrows eat onions? Oh, well, they don't, I don't think they're eating the amount. I don't eat anything, your, mate. To be more honest with you, I don't even know why people want that much onion on the hot dog, on the sausage and bread. It's a fucking lot of onion. Onions are nice. Grilled onions are... But it's it's a lot. People get this thing of onions. It's not the smell of the barbecue that gets people. Fun. It's the smell of the cooked onions that make you go. Oh, I fucking I'm hate it. I hate onions in you. general. Yeah, but you, really? you you've got a very basic Aussie palate. My wife's allergic to them, so to onions. Oh, fucking good. I yeah, wish I was. They'd be in everything. Oh yeah, she's, I hate them. I hate them. No good. That's almost as bad as me. Obviously, can't have with the corn. There's corn in everything. No, there's not. Hey, come on. You know, not corn in its in in kernel form. Okay, have a look at what's flour. gone. Cornstarch oh, and cornflour okay. and everything else. It's in everything. So well, corn sets you off, does it? Yeah. I'm screwed. Absolutely. So what do you have when you go to the movies? I don't have, don't have popcorn. Yeah. I have what are they? fish bites. Yeah, fish bites. Fish bites. Uh, fish with Captain's Catch. Captain's <laughs> Catch, that's what it was called. Um, yeah. Captain's Catch and a nap, as the case may be. <laughs> When's the first test? Before we before we oh. we get Sean to wrap us up, is the, that is it the soon? The first test. Isn't there like Are you a test? asking me about cricket? Aren't we closing in on like late November, early December? Isn't it? Yeah, probably. I got a new phone today, and I need and I I ran out of space on my other phone. Oh. And I'd just been deleting apps over the last oh. year, so I was actually thinking in the car I must add the Wisdom Cricket app or whatever ESPN Wisdom Cricket app back on. What's the Wisdom Cricket app? I use. Uh, ESPN Crick, Crick Info. Info. Yeah, Crick Info was wisdom. They bought it. Oh, did they really? So Crick Info, yeah. That's the website on All right, so I'm, I'm assuming there's no there's no test match coming up? There's well, no sure summer there, of cricket? I'm sure, well, there, there is. It's just, I think, as you sort of say, it's when does it start? Which is a... you you asking me? A, well, a no, no, I'm just saying. Don't, don't ask Sean anything. He, he's, he's, he's only here because... We could certainly get because he carries because he carries the equipment and, and and they've played the they've played the one day series against a very good South African team and uh, kept themselves in it forced a decider and then when it came to the decider South Africa just shifted gears and did a shalala on us so um, that was here that was in Australia yeah first test so. is on the sixth of December oh it's a while away they play some T twenties one days I think T twenties mm, what a shambolic debacle by the of, way of a podcast yeah. Um, now, what a shambolic debacle that uh, Miller referral was. What a fucking farce. The guy, yeah, they, they the guy goes on to make, well, what, 100-odd? Yeah, I think he added 90 runs. He, he got 15 seconds to refer. They referred after 19, and Faf referred it. How many fucking crosses do you want on yeah, that scenario? Yeah, exactly right. How many do you get in the game? Two. One. Oh, well, two, but... Um, no, it's one in a one day. No, is it? If it's if it's correct, you keep it. So theoretically, you could have ten. I think well, you could have as many as you fucking want. I suppose you could have in eighty overs. You get two. Yeah, and then you could have once you get to eighty. So long as you were kept on replenish. So long as you kept on being correct with your referral, you could have yeah, as many as like you a, want. Like a red flag. In the NFL, that's right. You've only got one. You can challenge, yeah. and if you can challenge, and if if your challenge is successful. You keep your challenge flag. What about you see a guy in in, um, in uh, English okay. football got um, sanctioned a referee because he uh, they went out for the toss of the coin. He was in like the, the Women's Super League, some division, and he went out to toss the coin and realised when he got out there, oh, no, I don't have a coin. He was like, ah, oh, shit. 
So we had the two captains do rock, paper, scissors. I like that. I loved it. Improvisation. And no one, everyone thinks they can't have a sense of humor and they're trying to downplay it, but then they suspended him for like three weeks. What do you want the first bloke to be? uh, It's like, I would have sat there and you know what I would have said to him? I would have said to him, look, mate, in future, please don't forget the coin. Go, we'll, we'll sanction you. We'll say you've been reprimanded. And that's it. Done. Not, no, it's just so. Uh, we need standards of professionalism. And this man, what he did was just, he made it. Oh, he wasn't making a mockery deliberately, but he was, it's like, seriously. What about if he dr- fell out of his pocket? Well, very, very, very correct. Very true. Yeah. Um, Wrap us up, Sean. Have you got anything else for us, though? Is that, have uh, you got anything at all, Sean? No. no. It's a time of year. There's nothing to talk about. Drafts next week. They haven't released. Well, the there is Funko still. When's the draft? It's, it's Friday. Well, it goes Friday, Saturday, and the first round is Friday. Now we've got A League's not on this week. You know, EPL's got an international. Why is the A League? Can, can, can you talk? Can we? Why wouldn't I? It's got the fucking international why is break. The A-League? Yeah, but why? Because it's an international break. How many people are playing legitimate international football? Well, they don't know that when they decide to have it. They didn't. It wasn't like they decided to have an international break when Graham Arnold released his Socceroo squad. They decided no, that some saying, time ago. In the A-League, how many players legitimately play well, for, for, I, represent well, their country? Yeah, well, just using it as, a, like, I think last year, Melbourne Victory without, Victory get, get without three players hampered, for, a, yeah. for a big blue. Well, we'd lose Costa, we'd lose Troy Storm, Easy. Jimmy if he makes the squad. But I, I think last guaranteed year, to make the squad. I think last year, I reckon it was Costa, Troy Easy, there might have been one Milligan um, Definitely. before he left. But they, they were without three or four players, like big key players, for a huge game. And I think they looked at that and said, "We can't have that happening. Yep, we can't have we can't have." And every other, so you'd rather lose every an other entire week. Worse that worth I don't, I've got no issue with it. Yep. Just uh, we have a you have a break and you have the international fixtures and done. Like okay, I think if you're going to mirror every other big league yeah. in the world, you're we're doing. not a big league. It, but it just seems no, like no, a no-brainer. Right. But if you if you want to represent something and you want to say, I reckon you it's, feel it's like an opportunity that to, level, to go go to your depth, go to, go to the kids, go to you know try someone else. Yeah, but yeah. what if you but end up... say you don't want to miss out yeah. on finals because... What if Melbourne you... Storm get half their squad decimated every single state of origin. They changed that this year. All right. Every they had, they had the standalone game. They had the standalone game on the weekend for that very reason. I don't know. It's and it's a, different, it's a different sort of thing. It's a different sort of situation, but... Well, listen, there was a bit of input from you. That was nice. Oh, the sprung to life there. You know I'm going to get on the way home, Fab? You know where I'm going to go? Oh, this is this is why this is why he's shitty because he wanted me to bring no, up the no, K- no, he wanted no. me to bring up the KFC first. No, Remember I he, didn't. And he was trying to he was giving me layups. He was giving me. I was giving you fucking alley right? at and the you start were, of the pod, and I was like butterfingers at the what ring. The, what is he talking about? Is he talking about movie reviews? John Wick the first and everything else. Sean going through KFC. I'm not in the mood for this conversation. And you man. ordered a large chips and two dinner rolls. That's a horrific order. <laughs> this, yeah, you know. Why? No, I don't. You said I no, told no, no, the you large why. chips is if Sean sees a queue coming out of a, a KFC drive-through, he joins that back queue because he un- he is guaranteed fresh chips. That's fine. The two dinner rolls to make it a, a complete meal is it, it's far from a complete meal, Sean. I didn't ever claim that it was a complete meal. You I said, like the it, dinner rolls. They are nice. So my attitude was, and they're warm. Exactly. My attitude was, I was on the way home, and you know, you're stuck in traffic for a while, you see a long line at the KFC on Doncaster Road, and you figure, I'm going to get some fresh chips out of this. So you join the back of the queue, and it probably took a little bit longer than I would have liked. Mm-hmm. 
but that's fine. You know, KFC. KFC, they're like McDonald's in terms of... It could of, be an empty drive through and it's still a bloody long way to the KFC. I, I don't want to be too disparaging. I'm not, I'm not expecting um, the, the young people working their first job at KFC to take it too seriously. But, like, it's the fish that John West reject. Like, McDonald's... The McDonald's get the pick of the crop with the, oh, mate, with the there's, kids. There's some, I don't give a shit. Shout out to Mill Park McDonald's. You are all a bunch of absolute morons. Oh, yeah. Well, Seriously. The, you, never. It's about culture, though. We never speak have about... I gotten. McDonald's used to have standards. See, my McDonald's, Doncaster Road, the, the, the lovely old man, I can't remember his name. He owns a few of them. I think he owns Templestowe, McDonald's, and he owns um, Shopping Town. He might own another one. But like his, I used I used to work at the video shop next door, and he was in there all the time. And like the fucking standards this guy set in terms of everything, in terms of the business, was like impeccable. Yeah. And like you go to McDonald's and you just this particular one, you know what you're gonna get. Very well drilled, staff are well drilled. You go to KFC, it's a fucking lucky dip. And they're filthy. It's they're you dirty. Know, every every person filthy. that serves it is filthy. But Kelly <laughs> they, got asked. Oh, they're always Kelly went, dishevelled. Kelly went through the drive-through, Mill Park Mackers, and said. The lady said, um, Kelly went to hand over a $20 note. She goes, oh, would you like to tap? Would you like to tap? It's fucking nah, cash. Look, I'll defend her on that because a lot of people would pay with card and it would just become a second nature. Mate, you don't get the source. You don't get the source. The source is a fucking joke. Right. That happens a lot. The thing is... You know what happens too? You I know, order, weird, this has specifically to be- order source. I could charge 50 cents. Because I think I'm going to order it rather than get into the last window and then asking for it and then not getting it. I'm going to order it. I'll pay for it and then get to the end window. My McDonald's never charges for sauce, ever. 50 cents. Ever. Unless if you order nuggets, you get sauce. But Hmm. the, you know what always happens? They never give you the sauce the more nuggets you buy, which staggers me. You order a fucking kid's meal, three nuggets... You'll open, you'll be searching through sources to get to the nuggets. There'll be like 50 sources in there. You're going, fucking shit. How many fucking dips do they think I'm going to make? You get a, you get a 20 pack, there'll be nothing. Tim Nectar Barbecues. You get a 20 Tim pack? Tim Nectar Barbecue sauce, Sands Nuggets. <laughs> this evening. I once saw... I don't, I don't mind the barbecue We'll get sauce. back to this. I once saw Box Hill played a, um, a practice match against uh, Richmond at Punt Road Oval. Foxdale played? Uh, Box Hill. Oh. Earlier this year. I think it was the last... Practice game before the start of the season. And we're out the um, punt road. The, the away rooms are like two relatively large portables. And like they're like they're fine. Like you got a bit of room in there and whatever. And we were sort of standing out the front of them. We walked out the front. Like a couple of the coaches, a couple of the players were standing there. Probably about 90 minutes before the game. This rather disheveled looking man looked like he just knocked off from KFC. Comes walking in the gate. He walks up to the uh, food van which has a little trestle table set next to it with the salt and the condiments and the you know uh, paper towels. He picks up a bottle of tomato sauce, squirt straight down the throat. Wow. He puts it down. He picks up the mustard, squirt straight down the throat, and then just walks off. So it was the hot dog sans hot dog? Yeah. Fuck. He was hell. also carrying a, like a really weird bouquet of flowers. And his shirt had... What nationality would he have been? He was Aussie. Yeah. He was, oh, you said it. He was... He was in all sorts. He was in a shambles of a condition. But we'll go back to this, the KFC. <laughs> it's good to see you've come to life. Funko Pops, KFC and uh, and movies. But the KFC, like, I just wanted, I, I didn't, I didn't, I, I wasn't having a meal. I just wanted the fresh chips. 
And whilst I was there, I was like, I get some dinner rolls. I like dinner rolls. So what did you have for tea that night? Uh, tortellini. Tortellini alla panna or tortellini? How did you have it? Um, they were like little bow ties and they just sat no, in what the... sauce did you have it with, Sean? Uh, carbonara. Tortellini's not little bow pot, but they're... No, no, I mean, I, yeah, no, I know those. Farfalle, yeah, but not, like I meant, sort of in terms of like you know, like the size. So did you have tortellini, or did you have something different? No, tortellini, like a little, like a little. I didn't mean like literally little bow tie. You know, like, like they got like, like a little the, ear, and they got the knot in the middle. Yeah, the, yeah, that sort of. Like, yeah, the ear. Like yeah. indirectly. Did re- you make your own carbonara, or do you, uh, do you uh, out of a jar type setup? I reckon it was probably out of a jar. Probably. Oh, you didn't cook it yourself. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Mum might have whipped it up. Oh, maybe. Leslie. Shout out to Leslie. Ah, uh, Rattery. Ah, Rattery. Nice to meet you. Um, yeah, she, she might oh, have. But I'm saying it was really prepared. You went home and just... It was there. It was ready to rock and roll. Yeah. But I, I just couldn't um, I couldn't turn down the... So when I drive home down well, Bell that Street... Papa, Papa Peter Budge was uh, whipping up that meal. He fucking loves the carbonara. He loves it? Yeah. A good um, carbonara. It's like horrible the, for you, but tastes magnificent. Oh, it's not horrible for me. Please. What's horrible about it? Cream and bacon. Yeah. Fucking sounds like a winning combination to yeah. me. Nothing. A shitload of carbs. <laughs> like, uh, was it... Uh... <laughs> That's why they call it carbonara. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. What was the... Uh... I, can't, I can never remember. I think I've told this one before. Where, um, Rob Schneider and Big Daddy, when he was trying to like they go together like uh, something and tuna fish. Lamb and tuna fish. And they're like, What? He goes, or spaghetti and meatball, <laughs> if you prefer. Are you going to wrap us up? Yep. Fabian gave us fucking dog shit tonight. Thanks, Fabian. I think I'm, Tim and I are the only contributors of the whole pod. You sat there, you started pouting. I don't know why, because I forgot to ask you about his KFC. I, I, think, thought, he's, I think he's winding you up. I thought we were doing an episode of like, like an ESPN, like first take or something. We were just talking about American sports and just... We didn't stop and talk about it. First thing about we spoke about else. was A-League, and then, you know, Sean's not allowed to... I'm, I'm surprised he doesn't, you know, embargo that section of the podcast until... You know, anyway, until... say goodbye, Fabian. See you later. Brick. And Tim, of course. Tim was excellent as usual. Thank you, Tim. <laughs> Always a pleasure, Sean. <laughs> Thank and you. And let's see if we can ride that last nugget home with Seabrook. Oh, we will, we, we will, Tim. Sean, Sean, will, uh, <laughs> Sean will go and watch something on Foxtel, change channel, and fall asleep again. Yeah, probably. What are we playing in the outro? Got any hits for me? Do we fucking refer to anything that could be played in the outro? I don't know. We're going to need something. I've got a real offset. It'll be playing as we say this. It's a real fucking left to center one. Last week was a very good outro. It was probably it's probably the best outro oh, we've no, played. I won't use that one. No, you won't use it again. No, I actually don't know what we'll use. Hopefully it's got a long intro because you said it'd be playing. Yeah, I'm not sure what we'll use actually. We didn't really talk about anything. Are we still recording? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we didn't really talk about anything. This will be the one time where you go... You know when Sean goes, oh, it hasn't been recording for a while, you'd probably be going, oh, I'm relieved. Yeah. I'm just, you you know. could just do a bit of uh, Pat Benatar with a hit me with your best shot. Fire away. Is there anything like chicken KFC related? I don't know. Oh, I've drawn a blank. I'm not sure what we're going to play. Seabrook. If you could get negative Brownlow votes, Sean would get negative Brownlow votes for this effort in the podcast. Even Tim's, Tim's the nicest man in the world and he's nodding. He's like, you've been fucking woeful. Complete dog shit, Sean. No, you're allowed to have good weeks. You're allowed to have bad weeks. Okay. 
keep that in mind. All right. Do you want to say goodbye? Yeah, I did say goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah. See you later. See ya. See ya. Bye. You cunt's going to come up with anything? You've got a friend in me. You've got a friend in me. When the road looks rough ahead and you're miles and miles from your nice warm bed. You just remember what your past said. Boy, you got a friend in me. Yeah, you got a friend in me. You got a friend in me. You got a friend in me. You got trouble, and I got them too. There isn't anything I wouldn't do for you. We stick together, see it through, cause you've got a friend in me. You got a friend in me. Some other folks might be a little bit smarter than I am, big and stronger too. Maybe, but none of them will ever love you the way I do. It's me and you, boy. And as the years go by, a friendship will never die. You're gonna see it's our destiny. You got a friend in me. You got a friend in me. You got a friend in me.